Welcome everyone here to the first episode of The Outrage. Welcome to your host, I'm Spencer Byers, here with my good friend, Big Al, Alec Kevion. What's going on? Al, it, it's a great day, first day of the podcast, yeah, The man. Outrage, you know. I want to start off with a little bit about ourselves, just to give the audience a chance to know who we are sure, and, absolutely. as individuals and just get a chance to know what we know. Yeah. I, I'll start with me. All right, I, you, you start. You started off. You know what? Uh, by the way, this was this was his idea. He actually convinced me. And it's crazy that I said yes, because if you would have seen us at the beginning, holy jeez, you would have thought we'd never get along. But hey, here we are. We're doing a podcast. We're both very passionate about sports. So as everyone tells are. me, I'm an acquired taste. And you'll come to, you'll come to find that here, here as we uh, go along. But anyway, I'm uh, 20 years young from Wyarton, Ontario, Canada. It's- Where? Wyerton, Ontario, Canada. Wyerton, okay. Yeah, Someone's going to know where that is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I, I always forget when I say Wyerton, everyone's like, where is that again? Because no one's from there. That's what I call it. You know, it's kind of like um, <laughs> Louisiana when they say Nile instead of New Orleans because, you know, they yeah, just yeah. access. It just happens that way, yeah. You know? So, yeah, I'm from Wyerton, Ontario, Canada. Um, bigger town is Owen Sound, the OHL team, the Owen Sound Attack. Big up the attack. Um Ironically, I'm wearing the Knights t-shirt today, too. Yeah, I, I know. You're a dirty Knights lover. <laughs> I know. We, it's okay. Every OHL fan is now seething seeing that shirt out. So great job you added yourself. Anyway, you yeah. know, so uh, being from Wyerton, because I live in such a small community, Owen Sound's a 22,000 population. That's the biggest town in my entire area, at least within about an hour. So, uh, you know, I had a lot of opportunities being able to commentate uh, minor and I'll say somewhat major lacrosse, senior B and junior B for the Owen Sound uh, North Stars and Bug Juice North Stars or senior B. I've had a chance to do camera and audio board and stuff like that for the Owen Sound attack with the great Mark Perry down there at uh, Rogers TV, the local. Mark Perry. I love Mark, Mark Perry. Mark Perry is one of my favorite people. From, Shout uh, out Mark Perry. He started off in Timmins. I, uh, I ended up, uh, yeah, I'll tell the story afterwards. But yeah, Mark Perry is a really good guy. Love, love Mark Perry. Always will love Mark Perry. But yeah, you know, so I've had lots of chances, done minor hockey. I've done Sheridan Volleyball. I, I plan to do some York Volleyball as well as I was grafted up that opportunity this year. And then, uh, you know, with uh, going to the College of Sports Media, as you can see behind us, the College of Sports Media, it's the college him and I go to. That's where him and I met last year as first years. We are now second years, Al. Happy to be second years. Finally, being able to blame the first years for all the things we break, <laughs> just, yeah. like, just like they did to us. <laughs> but yes. uh, anyway, I think that basically covers me. Uh, my favorite sport is American football. I call it that because I prefer calling it European football because soccer is such a dumb word. But anyway, Oof. you know, you know. So uh, that's that's basically me, Al. And uh, what about you from the great state of Timmins? So he's done it all, clearly, as you can see. No, uh, me. It's I'm I'm gonna try to keep it short here. I played hockey twelve years. I'm a hockey guy uh, at heart. Uh, turned referee now. It's my going into my eighth season. I've basically refed everything under major junior hockey. So uh, hopefully trying to make that jump this year, actually, uh, this season. We'll see how that goes. Um, did a lot of play-by-play for the Timmins Rock back at home. Um, did hockey? Some, yeah, hockey. Yeah, junior A hockey. Uh, got to call some OHL games uh, for the London Knights. That was fun. You had uh, Oshawa too, right? I did Oshawa as well uh, last year, and hopefully this year uh, – more hockey, potentially in Mississauga around that region. Hope Maybe Oshawa, too. Who knows? Um, also, baseball player during the summertime. Uh, hockey and baseball would probably be my two strongest uh, when it comes to knowledge. Mostly hockey because I've literally done almost anything you can think of in the game of hockey. I've coached. I'm actually coaching this year. Uh, U18 MD, Markham Waxers. 
the third team. There's actually four teams this year. Dear Lord, it's for U18? crazy for U18. It's nuts. I was like, okay, so there's so you have like 80 kids. There's yeah, so there's four Markham teams. Yeah, try seeing that 79 kids at a tryout, and you got to pick them all out. <laughs> yeah, pick them out one day, one to four. Yeah, Dear yeah. Lord, some of them are returning. Like most coaches are back, yeah. so you know that kind of thing. Um, and then they made that fourth team. We're still waiting on Barry and Newmarket for their tryouts. But yeah, four Markham teams, and then there's Barry and Newmarket. It's gonna be crazy. Did they have a lot of teams too? Do you know? I have no idea. No I, idea. I'm still new to the scene uh, down here uh, in yeah, the Ontario Minor Hockey Association. So yeah, up there, up in the Great White North. I always say I'm from the north, being about two and a half hours from uh, from Toronto. Yeah, you're no. actually from the north. I'm you're from like the north. Hours. Yeah, I'm no eight. Eight, eight hours oh, north. Oh lord. Eight hours north of Toronto. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, but I know I love it down here. Done. Yeah, so I done uh, two years in radio. I used to work uh, with Rogers, and then unfortunately I was part of their layoff, which. You know, everything happens for a reason. It's all good. We're going to bounce back at some point. I think it's coming. Um, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I went to Fanshawe College in 2017, graduated from the journalism program in 2019. Somehow. No, somehow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, then, like I said, worked as a news anchor reporter for two years. Ended up working out in Huntsville uh, three for three months after I got laid off in uh, 2020. Crap. See, COVID does that, right? Like, you just lose track of well, time. Was it 2020? Because it would have been March, right? Because that was 2020. Yeah, because 2021. Yeah, end of yeah. So April 2021. That's when I was like, go again. And then I worked at a beer store. <laughs> I loved it. Best thing I ever. I didn't think I was gonna like it that much, but I did. It was well, enjoyable. You're basically an alcoholic, so I mean that all works. No, out. no, no. Only on <laughs> only on uh, only on weekends. Oh yeah, my grandpa. That's my grandpa saying. By the way, he says, "Hey, you, the one day he goes, ah, oh, you're just like me. He's like, you don't drink during the week, but you're an alcoholic on weekends. Just kidding. Don't need an A, meaning we're good. Yeah, yeah, fair so, enough. As you that, can see, I have water just, right here. This is water. That, that that's yeah, not vodka. That, that's just the northern way. You know, when you go up to where, where I'm from and even farther up where Al's from, it that's the way it works. Like yeah, that's it, how you make friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how you go to social meetings. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, so that's my story. Uh, big hockey guy. I worked in radio, uh, trying to work my way back. As you can see, we're in um, back in college uh, here, and so far so good. And now we're doing a podcast. Yeah, add that one to the resume. Yeah, I want to ironically say, well, you got laid off at Rogers. I was graduating grade twelve. March of grade twelve was when COVID closed everything down at March break, and it was hilarious because our last day before March break, I was in religion class, Mister Bushy. And we all Mr. look Bushy. at we all we all yes, shout out Mr. Bushy. Oh, no, I no, like no, that name. No, oh no, it's it's okay. No, there's two Bushies. There was old Bushy, who was the football coach. <laughs> we used to be a football coach, was a religion teacher. Okay, and then there was his kid, Mr. Bushy, and it was hilarious because they both worked at the same time for Mr. Mr. Bushy, so the older That's ones awesome. last year. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But so we were in Young Bushy's religion class, and we last day before March break, we're all looking at him like, "Hey, Mr. Bushy, do you think COVID's gonna shut everything down?" You know, like, do you think we're going to come back after March break? He's like, yeah, I have a lot of confidence that it's not going to shut us down. And then literally, like, three days later, everything um, goes shut down. Yeah, that worked everything out. Everything goes to, hey, like, I, you know, I missed everything. And it was great because, I'll quickly just mention, just because I think it's a great fact, Al. Uh -oh. When we, when we were, when I was in high school, when I, yeah. when I happened, they couldn't change your mark. So if you were passing, you didn't need to hand a thing in and you could pass. I remember hearing something like that because my sister was in high school still at the time, too. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't hand a thing in after COVID. And because I was told a rumor, I was going to start doing some work about two weeks after, and I heard a rumor from a buddy of mine saying, Spencer, don't do any work. We were told by a teacher that you, they can't drop our marks. They can only raise them. I went, no way. I'm not going to do any work. So I get a call from Mr. Lowe. Another shout out, Mr. Lowe. Big fan of his. I saw him at the gra graduation I went to uh, this summer. Nice. And uh, 
I uh, he got a call from me. My dad was in the car with me. We we're going to to Wyerton. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Hey, Mr. Lowe, what's up?" And he said, "So Spencer, you gonna hand any work in?" I, I'm assuming you're pretty smart. No. So I, 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 yeah. He literally said, I, you're, "I know you're pretty smart, so uh, I think you probably heard I can't drop your mark." And I said, "Yeah, Lowe. So yeah, I'm definitely handing anything in." Oh. And okay. That, that was my accounting <laughs> class. That was my worst <laughs> class that semester. Out. I got the highest mark in accounting. There you it go. It was hilarious. Look at that, Spencer Byers, no bypassing the system and everything. By oh. the way. You mentioned you're 20 years young. Um, I'm 22 going on 23 uh, December baby over here. So. Oh, yeah. So he's a lady. I'm I'm June. So I, I am a fresh 20. Yeah, late birthday for me. It's all good. After you reach 19, you're fine. You're all caught up. It's 16 and bef- anything before 16, it sucks. Because everyone's like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You're like, yeah, that's cool. So, <laughs> But with having a late birthday, people could probably relate to this. Um Everyone gets their driver's license, you know, February, you know, March, whatever, even January, kids. They got their G1s, right? <sighs> yeah. When I got my G1s. Everyone's getting their G2s. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone's already got cars. It's Jan House. Like, I just got my G1, yeah. guys. He said he outside the, he's sending outside the DMV, uh, called the DMV for, Amer- for the American fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sending outside there with your little ticket and like a giant parka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they got their beginners. I had nothing. Then I got my beginners and they could drive basically anywhere they wanted to without adult supervision yeah, or anything like that. No parts through like, yeah. Yeah, but anyways. We're here to talk about sports. Yeah, eventually we're gonna get there. You we're know, getting just, there. We're just, just having some fun right now. Just to let you in on you know our personalities. But yeah. We're gonna start off with the, the biggest story the past week. Serena Williams finally retires from the world of tennis after her loss in the third round of the U.S. Open. Al. Yes. A lot of things have gone around, and it was actually asked during one of our classes. You know, is she the goat? And you can take that wherever you want because it's a really nuanced question no matter how you take it greatest female tennis player greatest tennis player greatest female athlete greatest athlete period doesn't matter gender sport whatever it it gets really murky the farther you go though yeah like she is the goat no question about it for see here's a tough part because uh, man this argument was easier a couple days ago now i've seen tweets come out and i've seen people like kind of like fly off the handle a little bit here and try to like not steal Serena's thunder, but like kind of just remind us, um, you know, that there were people before her that did pretty great things, and we don't talk about them anymore. Here's the thing: life goes on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like I, we were talking about this actually before we even hit record. You know, we appreciated Gretzky when Gretzky was here. I actually never got to see him play. You never did yeah. either because he retired the year I was born, and then you yeah. know you came. I, I got a couple years. Yeah, yeah, you had a couple years. Anyways, but like people appreciated Gretzky when he played. Then it was Crosby. Now it's McDavid, right? And like, then we got Bedard. And now, yeah, you got Bedard on the way. Come on, no, Shane Wright. Can't forget about him. Yeah, no offense <laughs> to Shane Wright, who got dropped three spots from the Slavkovsky. I'm actually interested to see where that goes. But anyways, we're talking about Serena right now. So I saw this tweet today, and this is, you know, it's crazy because, like, Serena Williams, if I'm not mistaken, she went 170 plus or close to 180 consecutive weeks at world number one, which is huge. But then I'm not going to name drop here because I'm not about that. I'm not going to trash anybody or tarnish anybody's name or whatever. But here's the tweet. You probably read it. As greatness in women's tennis is celebrated, let's remember 22 slams won, number one for 377 weeks, became the only man or woman to win every single major at least four times. Did it all and retired at 30 to move on with her life. 
this person was talking about Steffi Graf and then ends the tweet by saying, just went about it quietly her way. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I I didn't really know who Steffi Graf was. I'm not a tennis guy. So I looked her up. Dude, she retired in 1999, the year I was born. Yeah, so Gretzky. <laughs> like, she moved on with her life, is what it said in the tweet. I will respectfully say to that person that wrote that tweet, then why don't you move on? <laughs> it's Serena Williams' time. Yeah. I just nose-booped the mic there. That was funny. Uh, no, but it's, Ser- it's Serena Williams' time. It's... Yeah. Let her have her moment. She is arguably the greatest of all time. Sure, numbers aren't even close to that. Fine. But I also strongly believe that if you look at numbers in different sports back in the 80s or whatever, the game changed. The people that were great then, not sure if they survive in the game now. Yeah, see, that's the thing. See, I was actually going to bring up this point just, just to feed off that. Yeah. It's... I don't think the great players have gotten that much better. Like, I don't think, like, McDavid, relatively, is, is that much better than Gretzky. I think the fourth-liners are so much better than the 80s fourth-liners. Absolutely. If you're a fourth-liner. way li- better than the, yeah. than the 40s fourth-liners. Just because I think with the league getting bigger and more kids playing hockey, Americans, European players coming over, you know, getting more countries involved has greatly increased the skill level across the board. Yeah. Which is why I think we think of guys playing now are better because they're playing against overall better competition it's not the better players it's the guys who are you know now getting paid up two million three million dollars that yeah. their pay rises are up because they're that much but, better but now we're we're, we're, t- we're still talking about tennis i know we're using a lot of hockey references here but that's just because again we're hockey guys at heart here and you know what you can almost compare you can't compare hockey with everything but there's always a time when you can like you like comparing sports so you, it's more yeah. relatable yeah so serena williams greatest of all time by far i think the way the game evolved, she has earned the right to have that title given to her because, again, the game evolved. She evolved with it, but at the same time, she stayed ahead of the game, and it's, it was so much harder, you know? So I do think that she does fit in the greatest of all time category for tennis. Now, when it comes to greatest athlete of all time, that's a different conversation to be had, but I would throw her up there but like I said a few days ago, it's so hard to rank it for different sports because each sport requires a different level of of athleticism. You know, tennis is one thing, but then you look at gymnastics, like Simone Biles per se, that's a whole different game. Whole that's different a whole animal. different animal, different beast, different training, different nutrition, every just everything about you're you're doing like three or four freaking flips in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas tennis, you're swinging a racket. Don't get me wrong. Your cardio's got to be up. But then again, like the level of athleticism. So tennis, yes. Other sports, I don't really want to get into it because it gets so confusing. There's too many puzzle pieces and everything you're trying to fit in. So yeah, that's where that stands. But as for that, though, this is our first outrage moment, I guess. This is where I'm like kind of ticked off. If it, it it's in the past, move on. She Steffi Graf moved on. It's been tw- almost 25 years since. It's almost going on 23 or whatever now. Mm-hmm. Move on. It's Serena's time. Let her have her swan song, which we all did. 
Yeah. Right? Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank, she deserved it, though. Yes. Got the standing o- ovation when her and Venus lost in the first round. Tom Brady's going to get the same thing. I mean, he actually Basically did. He technically already yeah. did. And Favre got it four yeah. times in football. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's just, he's like the one that's like, yeah, he's indecisive, which is fine. But then again, like, if you could still play, you could still play, right? Same thing with Tiger. Like, they're all doing great things, and I expect He was nothing- there, too. At the second round, everyone that's reti- that announced that they were retiring got their moment. Yeah, most do for sure. And no one said a thing. Yeah, Kareem got it. You know, you can go down the great athletes. Go down the list. Everyone got it. No one said a thing. So why the heck are there a few tweets coming out saying, "Oh, well, she didn't have her moment." Knock her down. I'm for sorry, no but like social media was barely a thing twenty something years ago. Yeah, like computers were huge. Squared boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they, yeah, the you first still Macintosh. had to send mail, okay? And like emails were still a hard yeah, thing to the do. The owl was still in video. The carrier pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, I, it's it it's outrageous that people nowadays can't let great athletes or great people in general have their moment. Yeah. No, I agree. No, completely. And you know, I, I have another no, another name that deserves mention in the greatest yeah. tennis player, Margaret Court from Australia. Her yeah. records are uncomparable, but she played from 1960 to 1977. Again, like, the game changed, you just, right? You just can't compare the competition. No. But I feel the same way about boxing now. Like you can't compare no. older boxers like Sugar Ray Robinson or Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, Hitman Tommy Hearns. Spencer knows boxing, by the way. I, I love all sports. Like <laughs> yeah, I, he... I, I watched f- women's rugby at the World Cup in Korea. At 3 a.m., because I was just up scrolling through TV and saw rugby. I was like, I'll watch rugby. He's like an encyclopedia. Played. You can ask him almost any stat, and he'll be like, Yeah, I know this one. We you won't know. put it to the test now. I won't put him on. I won't like, do him like that. It's our first episode. I'll take it easy on. No, him but for today. even like Rocky Marciano, like great heavyweights, because yeah. heavyweights has always, you know, carried the, the division. You know, you can even go farther up, like um, Foreman, Ali. You know, into now Tyson, into you know Holyfield, then going up into today with Usyk, Mayweather, Fury, May, you know, Mayweather in his division yeah. with um Pacquiao and um him and De Pacquiao La Hoya, were great, De La Hoya, yeah, that that era. Even uh, Zeb Judah was a really good fighter in that division in that area. But and anyway, I'm just nodding. I'm pretending. Yeah. I I know. I, you know the names? There's been names you've thrown around that I know. I recognize. I'm not gonna go back down the list because we gotta we gotta keep going yeah, course, forward yeah. with it. But uh, yeah, I'm just nodding. I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm mean, gonna act like I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but, yeah. But no, and and that's the thing is you just you can't really compare because no. they're just not comparable eras. And nope. though I'll say one thing, Al, that is that worries me horribly as, as a sports fan mm-hmm. and as a, as a, I'll say even as a, as a white guy, I'm horrified that people are taking away Serena's shine because of her color. And that, as much as I hate saying that, because I hate the that idea. Is, that is the thing. I have read like, some tweets that it it's it's you can just tell, man. It's 2022, man. Like. As if this is like it shouldn't be a yeah. Anyways, I don't want. I'm not touching on it. I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. I do agree with where you're coming from, and I think like, we should just pin it right there. Well, I want to take it a little bit further, just okay. a little bit, just because it it hurts my heart. It does. It hurts my heart because I'm a sports fan of sports fans. I love watching sport. I love the psychology of it. I love the strategy of it. Yeah. I love everything to do with sport. So it hurts my heart to think that people or people in in that world in that environment are mm. taking away from her because of her color, and that horrifies me because I don't want to believe it. I want to play play ignorance to it and just say they just don't like her. They just think she wasn't as good as we think we she thinks she was or she actually was. But it does horrify me. It really worries me out that maybe her color does have something to do with it. Maybe if yeah. she was white that this wouldn't be as big of a story as it is right now in respect to people taking her taking her down a peg. You know what I mean? Mm. And that worries me. It yeah. really does. As much as I hope it's just them saying I don't think she was that good. 
And that's in fairness. You might you I'll say you're wrong. Like you're you're wrong. Let's be honest. Yeah. Serena Williams is probably going to go down as the greatest female tennis player ever, especially as we go a couple years down the road and stories come out about her competitiveness, her, you know, her way on the practice court, you know, mm. whatever. And I just think it's going to be revisionist history that she was the greatest as, you know, the years go on. And we get to look back at it but let's, reminiscing. Let's be honest, too. Like, a lot of people that, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people that hate on other athletes and that kind of thing. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. When I when I was growing up, like, well, I'm still growing up, I guess you could say. 22 is still pretty young from what I'm, I've been told. Um, I didn't like LeBron James. I didn't like him. People ask me why, and I just, I, I don't like him. I figured out why now that I'm older. He's the greatest. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. He's gr- Okay. Now, I don't want to start that Jordan-LeBron. Yeah, we'll, we'll We're not do that doing later. that. Yeah, we'll do you know that what I mean? Like, yeah. right now, he is one of the best basketball players on the planet. And he's one of the greatest to ever live. Like, that's not an exactly. argument. Exactly. That's not an argument. The points and the stats are there. Okay? But anyways, I didn't like him because he was good. Right? Yeah, literally. So that's the thing. There's still some people like that to this day where they're only hating because it's Serena freaking Williams and, and she's, she's the good. queen. Yeah, and she's that good. Queen of tennis by far. It's the same with like Tiger. And that's another like athlete where it's like you definitely could say racism played a part in why he was knocked down so much in his especially youth career. With yeah, with his upbringing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like now you can definitely say like easily one of if not the greatest te- golf golfer to ever live and you could easily say best prime like if you want to say you know in it just that sucks period. that it takes that long like let them live in their glory while they're still in or around the game kind yeah, of thing right yeah especially winding down you yeah. know give them that opportunity to be able to shine their tires a little bit and say you know i am the best and here's why yeah. you know and i i completely agree and now we are going to switch over as much as i do think that was Definitely productive between you. Oh, and this I. was a very you good know? conversation. Yeah, and I I hope that uh, you guys enjoyed it. That was our first uh, official yeah. segment of yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Other you than you say. and I just bantering, but about our youth, you know. Yeah, we to... we talk a lot. That's the thing. This yeah. is the one thing we'll have to work on as we go along, and we apologize a little bit. But yeah. no, you know what? I'm not sorry. You're tuned yeah. in for a reason. Yeah, well, I hope <laughs> so. so at listen, least. anyways. Um, so we like were... you mentioned, yeah, switching over. This is gonna be a fun topic because uh, we're switching over to the NHL. Lots of what a shock, Al! What a shock, eh? Well, we have to talk hockey. Come on now, a uh, couple of contracts, big deals coming out. Well, big deals, other than you know, like Ryan Murray and Sam Gagne. By the way, yes, yeah, Sam Gagne is still in the NHL, folks. Um, hey, don't 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 diss Goner. He was pretty good last year, wasn't he for Detroit? The last time Gagne was good is when he played with Sean Horkoff. Okay. <laughs> hey, he actually wasn't that bad last year in Detroit. He wasn't yeah. good, but Detroit was also yeah. a mediocre team Did, in the end. Watch out this year, though. Anyways, Tage Thompson. Seven-year deal after his first real good season in the NHL. Tage Thompson, by the way, for those of you who don't know, he's a pretty big guy, centerman. Um, six, Buffalo. 6'7", seven. Buffalo, six, yeah. 6'7"? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Or no, sorry. 6'8", something like that. Because I was looking up the numbers the other day. There's a guy in the – a guy. He's actually a pretty big player. He, uh, he might actually make the team this year for the Leafs. Uh, Curtis Douglas, who is uh, just – I think he's an inch taller, if I remember correctly. 249 pounds. He's a centerman, just like Thompson. And he's in the minors. I saw him play last year. I was going gaga over him, okay? Like, I couldn't stop talking about him. Anyways, Tage Thompson, seven-year deal for 7.14 AAV. (sighs) Do you like the deal, Al? You're not a fan? It's because of his age, you know what I mean? Like... 
Was he 20? 24, 24? I believe. 24 years old. I see, it's not a bad deal. Seven years. The only thing you worry about is But after one Jeff good Skinner year, syndrome. though. Yeah, the, the thing is you worry about Jeff Skinner syndrome that they've already dealt with. One massive year, you give him a bunch of money, and now you're pooched. Because now Jeff Skinner's a fourth liner, maybe second liner on that team. But He was doing well. He had, he had a good season. If you had him in fantasy last year, you appreciated Jeff Skinner here and there. But he was one of those guys where you'd have him in He's your lineup, and then you'd put him back on the... The bench. Free agency there and then the waiver wire. Yeah, waiver wire and you pick him up. But uh yeah, I don't know. I think he's a really good player. I think his numbers show for it. Do I think like on Austin Matthews is almost the same age as Thompson. If not, they're the same age. I'd have to look it up. I don't feel like it right now, even though I have the laptop right here. And you should have saw him trying to you set know, it up. If you look like a boomer, it's hilarious. Matthews eleven and a half mil. And then Thompson, you got seven, you know, that's, we'll say seven million. Yeah. We'll just round, round it down a bit, whatever. Seven million, and they're basically the same age, but two different completely, two completely different players. One's got a 60-goal season under his belt. He's been in the NHL for longer than Thompson. Thompson, was that was his first full regular season. And you're paying him almost, like, okay, don't get me wrong, there's like $4 million, like a $4 million difference. Yeah. AV, fine. But, like, after one good season. But you gotta think about it now. It's Buffalo. Like, yeah, but like I, as much <laughs> like, as I like, I didn't, I disliked Buffalo in the Ryan Miller era because he made the Leafs life miserable. By the way, Leafs fan over here, yeah, I know. Yeah. Chirp me later in the comments, yeah. whatever the they, heck they you suck. want. We all know. Yeah, it's wherever okay. you post it, just rip me apart later. I get it. Um, yeah, it's I don't know, like good for him, but at the same time, like you got to think of your future here, and I don't think they're ready to hand out that kind of money just yet. And if you had that kind of money, like. There's some decent free agent names still out there, you know? So, like, I think they could have split that up a bit better, but I think it's a good number for him. I mean, it could look like, uh, you know, a hometown discount by the time he gets to his his third or fourth year with them. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that pans out. The one I really like, and I think Dallas got lucky with this, Jake Ottinger. Oh, yeah. This, this is a good one. This is a good one. Three-year deal, four mil AAV. AAV. Twelve to three-year, twelve million dollars. What a steal! You gotta think like it's one of those deals where it's like you know, is it Nedeljkovic syndrome where he gets that deal in Detroit and becomes cheeks, but also then you gotta think is Detroit I mean, as bad as you Dallas? You want to talk about a goalie that got paid and then turned out to be garbage? Look at Sergei Bobrovsky. <laughs> Matt Murray. Sorry. We're Lee not fans. going there. Come <laughs> Sorry, on, man. It's too soon, dude. It's Sorry. too soon. <laughs> Leaf fans. Um, anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's, oh, there's the chair. I was trying to put my arm on it there. I was like, where is it? <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. it's there. Al just waving at the imaginary <laughs> yeah. friend beside him. Yeah. But um, a- anyway. No, Andres is a great deal. And you got to expect he's going to be able to keep mm. up that production. He was fantastic last year. Well, he was fantastic near the end because he was he took a while to get to the starting job because of other guys there in Dallas. I think Holby like Anton right Anton Hudobin. Well, he was kind of in the Holtby. HL after after you know yeah. Ottinger became really good because Hopi had a quite a good start. But they knew Ottinger was going to be something at some yeah. point, and That's then the he thing. was growth in the playoffs. Like honestly, he almost willed them to a full playoff series. Honestly, like, that guy. <laughs> oh my god, that is the definition of Con Smythe winner right there. Like they had no business, in my opinion, being in that Calgary series, and they hung around. Like with everything they've got, because Ottinger stood on his head, and he honestly outplayed Markstrom. Markstrom was well. That series killed Markstrom if you look at it, because against Colorado, where was he? Right. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But I really like this deal. I also read today on Twitter that uh, someone was saying that they actually wanted to do Ottinger and his agent were actually looking for an eight-year deal, which would have been great 
for Ottinger. Yeah, obviously, yeah. The reason why they didn't go for it was because it just didn't seem to make sense for the team and both players at the time because they're kind of like, they're not in a rebuild mode, but like they're at the point now where they made the playoffs they're last year, right? They're in the middle. Like Jason Robertson was filthy last year. And Rupi Hintz is really good. Rupi Hintz, Miro Haskinen, like they have the pieces, right? Young guys, yeah. They have a lot of young young talent that, is that kept them in it, and they could build around that. So that kind of gives them cap space to work with. But it doesn't because they still have Sagan and Ben getting paid like $9 million Those each, contracts are each. absolutely like, awful. That's the thing is it's like literally when you sign those deals to those type of players and they just hit a wall for whatever reason, like Sagan should be able to repeat. I don't know. I think Ben might be over it because of his physical style. But like Sagan is hopefully going to be able to bounce back. But if he doesn't, it's going to turn into what Suter and um, Parise were, or Parise depending on where you're from. For Minnesota, you signed all those big deals. They were free agents. Yeah. They weren't re-signed, but they were free agents. You signed those, those big eight-year deals, nine-year deals, and then it just became, I think it was 13. That's before they made like the, the, the year cap. I think it was a 13. I'd have, to, I'd have to look it up, but right now, Dallas cap-wise, they are sitting with approximately just a little over $6.3 million in cap space. That's actually not too bad, but who do they got to sign next year? Well, I mean, you look at it that way, or you know, if they do have a good season— can you sign somebody? Well, who are you trading for? Because the yeah. deadline, right? Yeah. Well, see, that's I. I'm not sure rental will help them though. I think they are like in that. Like, are you gonna retool? Are you just gonna rip it? I down? will say this. Okay, so Toronto is known for making moves at the deadline and then having those guys walk. Like, yeah, there's not a Felino. lot of guys. Yeah, Felino. Like, you know, guys like uh, that. Placanics. <laughs> Placanics. That was that, that was, was one of the funniest that was such deadline an odd deals. One. Yeah. <laughs> That that was that was weird for everybody. I think seeing him in a blue and white jersey. Mostly Montreal Canadiens fans. You guys suck, by the way. Uh, wow, there you go. He said it, not me. I was thinking it too. Though, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so six point three mil. I think though, if Dallas were to get a rental, it wouldn't. Well, it wouldn't be a rental. I think whoever they would trade for at the deadline, somebody they could resign. It's gonna be someone they could resign. Exactly. So, I really like this Ottinger deal. I think. He's their guy. I think he will be a franchise goaltender regardless of what happens. Yeah, I think that's also the problem with the eight-year deal. It's time to do an eight-year deal. Say they like, up it a little bit. Here's the thing, bit. though. He's 23. Well, no, but think about it, though. You give him an eight-year deal. Say you bump it up to five. If he's not as good as you think he could be, that's an albatross. But if he's better, like if he's as good as we, you and I think he'll be and other like fans, that could be an eight, $9 million goalie. I, ha- I had this conversation uh, here with a couple of other of our other friends Classmates. here. Classmates, if you will. Yeah. And I was called crazy for it because it's a three-year contract. Uh, yeah, three-year contract. Yeah. Sorry, the four mil threw me off there for a second. I had to take a quick peek. Anyways, I tweeted out. Uh-oh. And you can go find this. On the I app. wrote, mark my words. Jake Ottinger will win the Vezina before the end of that contract. You think he won a Vezina? Now that's an interesting take. That is... Ooh. It's an interesting and a hot take because, yes, the competition is stiff. Andre Vasilevsky is Andre Vasilevsky. Igor Shosturkin is, holy crap, like, where did he come from? Like, we knew he was going to be good, but, like... He's absolutely it was, gross. He's the reason why the New York Rangers are as good as they are. Yeah. Like, let's be honest here. 100%. <laughs> I, I will give the credit to the Rangers, though. They do have... They, their, their roster is pretty intriguing they and disgusting. Should be, they should be way better than they are because Capucaco and Alexander Lafreniere, Alex Lafreniere, Lafreniere not, turned it on though. He, he was better at the end of the year. He, he scored like what, yeah. did he get the twenty goals? He was close for sure. I'd have, to, I'd have to look it but up. Like, it's the Rangers, right? Like you know. Yeah. No offense to original six, one of the biggest media markets in the world. Yeah. But, I love when the people tell me they're big market. No, they're not. I like well MSG, dude. 
Well, I love MSG. Madison that, Square Garden is one of the most iconic, makes iconic big arenas ever. Like, I just dislike that idea because for hockey, I don't think it's the same. I don't. Like, as, I guess, as a They're Canadian. a loud barn, though, in the playoffs. Well, of course. I'd but love to so go is, watch a game So is Boston. That. So is Chicago. So is, I even say L.A. at Crypto. L.A. could be good, yeah. At Crypto, man, that's so weird. Yeah, not calling it Staples is so weird, isn't it? It's like, it's the same thing when, like, they changed it. It was, like, uh, here in Toronto, right? Uh yeah. ACC Air Canada Center and now it's Scotiabank Arena like do you know how grossed out Scotia? I was do you know how grossed out I was at first because <laughs> the only reason why it grossed me out is because the Ottawa Senators Scotiabank place before Canadian Tire Center right yeah I was like man I feel like the Sens now yeah, in a sense and, and, now and I mean now and now they're getting a new arena downtown in Ottawa good for them good by the for way. them though yeah, about hopefully, time hope, hopefully they can get some fans in the building now because oh my god I've I think been they there. should well I mean okay they definitely will look at the roster now their yeah. Ford their Ford yeah, cores we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later when it gets closer to NHL season we get to the camp and stuff right now just oh, thinking yeah. about it yeah they are going to be absolutely gross they're one of the massive teams that should make a yeah. big jump into the playoff spots but uh, you know quickly but one I'm also mentioned JT Miller signed his new big deal I thought uh, he was going to get traded. <laughs> that was it seven, seven by eight? Seven years, $8 million AAV? It, so, I yeah. think $56 million? $56 million, yeah. That is... Math. Wow. That is crazy. Uh, it's definitely a steep deal for a guy who's, what, 31? 30? 30, 30 years old, yeah. 30 years old. But young. then you look at guys like Huberto, right? Look at his contract. Then look at Kadri, 32 years old. Yeah, Seven-year deal as well. That's just because Calgary was desperate because they needed another another forward because they had lost uh, I think to Chuck. I don't, we're not going to get into it too much because we're mainly focusing on the contracts here, but I think Calgary is much better set with see everyone's been telling me that everyone out in like out in the class like everybody you're not the first one no, to say and then that. everyone's like oh Johnny Goudreau 100 point season oh Matthew Kachuk Matthew Kachuk that's he, another conversation hey, but anyways like don't get me wrong Matthew Kachuk great hockey player but like man uh oh London, London Night Bias is gonna come out there for a no, second no, but nope. uh not even close no but uh I I don't mind the Miller deal because you'll be 37 when it's over and you're hoping I you think can it's buy, good, buy him out at the end. But like at the same time now, is that what the NHL is doing? Is that what they're going to do now? They're going to pay players that, you know, it's not really the money that's the issue here. It's the term, right? Yeah. Same thing with Kadri. Seven years. Huberto, I think he got eight. Did he not? Eight for 10? Yeah, I think he got eight. Eight by 10? Yeah, close something to something like that. like that? Yeah. So it's like, come on. Like, is that the new... Norm, and that's the thing. Elliot Friedman, I'll call him out all day because he knows what he's talking about. I'll, I have no problem quoting him, but he uh, actually went on Tim and Friends last night saying that he thinks that the market has changed. You know that the cadre deal is what set this now. That the market is changing around players that are thirty or older. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. If they still got it, pay them fine. Yeah. And JT Miller had a heck of a season. No yeah, one, no really one really saw that coming. He was kind of like the underrated guy flying under the radar well, before he that. In Vancouver, and Vancouver's been an absolute dog they, show they, for God knows how. Yeah, long. they haven't been the greatest, but I mean, now I think they've they've got a good core going. I think they could. I would have really liked to see them in the playoffs last year. Uh, hopefully, I see them this year because I, I mean, the more Canadian teams, the better, in my opinion. I yeah, think it gives, it, it's gives, just better gives for the Canada game. more chance to win because of the last cup being '93. Gross, Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, yeah, and you guys all know what the conspiracy theory is around that. Uh, fun high, fact for no high stick. for those of you. Who, well, no, not that. I'm just saying, like, as in, like Gary Bettman. Oh, the Bettman, the Bettman conspiracy. You know, he came in in '90 after '93. The year right? after '93, I think. Yeah, was his and first then year. after he's been there since, and no Canadian team has won since. Yeah, then. I, I know that's such a funny fantasy uh, conspiracy theory too. I love. It's that. a good one though. It's I like hilarious. it because it makes sense. But no, it doesn't. He Look where the, ex- the Jets. Okay, the only reason why, oh, man. Okay, we got we got to get into it. Uh oh. We're gonna get into it. Uh oh. 
Vegas and Quebec City were ready to expand when Vegas came into the league. Yeah. Both teams, T-Mobile Arena was there and the Sound Video Tron Center was there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Good Timmins, Quebecer over here, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm also French, you know, but, I mean, it's well, self-explanatory. You can do it Alain, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Alain Kevion. Anyways, all right. And then all of a sudden, last-minute move. No, no, we're just going to Vegas. Well, yeah. Thank you, Gary. Thank well, you for that. Okay, but, see, I don't... I don't. Have I feel a bad for Nordique fans, by I, the way. I do because I, they're not a bad because I think Quebec City could handle. Oh, they the totally could because but, if Montreal. Well, I mean, once Carey Price is gone, who do they got? Caden Primo to the rescue. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, Jake Allen's gone. Is he not? I think so. Yeah. So it's like, see, good for you. I, I feel bad for Nordiques fans, but I don't disagree with not expanding there, going there because you don't need, you don't really need another Canadian team. And Here's my thought. Arizona should have been there a long time ago since Vegas came into the league. See, that... But I, I envy Arizona because they've had a bad ownership and a bad GM. Like, you can't— And a bad hockey team. Well, but that's what I mean. Like, how—what fan base gets behind a team that's garbage except for Leaf fans? You're the only franchise in all of sports, let alone hockey, that can cheer a bad hockey team. They're You're not the a only... bad hockey team. They well, just not, don't get not, the job done not, when they have not to. Not this but... year. Not this year. But you've had teams that shouldn't have been even iced— that, that, I mean, that look at 2013. Was... Look at 2013, that lockout year when they made the playoffs. The one year they did out of, like, t- that decade. They Literally. shouldn't have, though, if you look at the roster. Well, no, that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. Like, if you look at the roster, some of the teams the Leafs have had, and they've had, they've had a sold-out building all year, and you can see those are executive seats, and I agree. Like, those are those are just oh, business seats. It's all suits. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that's the one thing. I've been to enough Leafs games to tell you right now. The, the upper bowl— if you're going, screw the lower bowl. Go to the upper bowl. Those That's are the where, fans. Those are the real diehard fans. But yeah. I will say this: though, sometimes, and I mean, it happens everywhere. I'm pretty sure Yankees fans, if for baseball, you can relate to this. You end up fighting your own fans at some point. Oh because, yeah, and that's just ridiculous. But anyways, it's um, oh they fight their own players. What were we Yankees talking? Just- JT Miller. <laughs> That's where we were. We went from JT Miller to expansion to hey, we fight our own fans. Well, no, but that, that <laughs> no, you're gonna come to get that. Al and I are, as he said, we're talkers. We're we're gonna take this a lot of places, a Jeez lot of times, just because we like to, we like to have fun on here. This is this is gonna be as casual as we can get. But no, Al, I, I think JT Miller is a great signing. He is as yep. much as I don't like how the end of the contract might work, but. If Vancouver thinks they're close, which they might be, you know, Elias Pettersson's really think, good, I Besser, think, Horvat. I, yeah, I think they're in win now mode kind of thing. Oh my. They Even have Thatcher. they have their goaltender. Yeah, Demko's gross. Demko is fantastic. He might get wow. a Vesna Vesna votes this year. That's like, what I mean. Really it's good. so tight. If like, you want to talk Vesna, it's so tight. Demko, Shesterkin, and Vasilevsky, Shawarkin, they're in the island. Oh, Ilya um, Ilya Sorokin. Yeah, I was like, who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Sorokin. Even UC Soros. Yeah, I love Soros. He's yeah, I know. So I was gross. gonna say, like, how'd you, like, how'd you I leave love, that guy out? Like, what do you mean leave that guy out? I just said Sorokin. If Sorokin, if, if it's Sorokin, I, 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 if I Cam Talbot right has a good year in Ottawa, if they do well, he could be in the conversation. Who knows? And so could um, Mark Flunt- Andre Fleury, Flower. No, down in Minnesota. That's the one guy I'm counting out. Really, you don't think, I Minnesota think be good? his time has passed? You think you think he's done in Minnesota? I just think he's. I think he should have retired after Vegas mm. booted him. I don't think so. Whoa, come on now. Come on. He thought about it. Well, yeah, of course he did because he's been disrespected by every franchise that's ever had him. But he at the in, same time, he like, in he was awful in Chicago. Well, no, don't get me wrong. They're a bad hockey team. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yes. Oh, they're garbage. Yeah, they're a bad team. Like, what Fine. Do you mean? But, like, 
you just look at his game. He just doesn't seem like himself. Even Minnesota, it was like, man, like you can tell you're trying a lot harder to make the saves that you used to be able to do effortlessly, which is fine. Obviously, the guys, everyone ages, right? He's like 36, 37, isn't he? 37, 38, yeah, getting up there, yeah. Which is crazy. Like, Henrik Lundqvist is retired, bro. Yeah. Like, he's 40, but, like, yeah. what a weird thing Pecorine. to say. Pecorine. Pecorine, another one. He had his jersey. He he got his jersey retired last up. season. Yeah yeah. 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 So, like, that's just crazy, man. Like, oh, yeah. It, it's unbelievable. It's definitely hard to think when you think of guys who are, like, just recently retired and you're kind of, like, in your head. Like, do you remember Danny Alfredson, how long he retired ago? And he's going still, to the hall now. Yeah, and you can you can imagine him playing for Ottawa. Same and thing. Then, like, that last Henrik and Daniel. Oh, yeah. The, the Roberto Luongo. By the way, I think this class just real quick, is one of the best classes of the Hall of Fame in a long time. Now, in, I, a, in a long, like, introdu- inducted well, yeah, in a while. Of course. Yeah, and then you can still make the argument the guys weren't let in, like McGillney and stuff. We're not going to get there's into that. The, no, there's so many like, guys that aren't in there that they'll get. They'll have their day, though. That they should they should get their day. But yeah. I will quickly mention, here in Toronto, if you have a chance to go to, go to the Hall of Fame game, Do it. I went with my parents. I bought, we were in the lower bowl at, at Scotiabank. That's the only time you'll ever get to the lower bowl is if you go yeah. to the Hall of Fame I, game I or something spent, like that. I spent like, <laughs> Unless I you have like a grand. I swear to God, Al, I spent like a 300 bucks for three tickets in the lower Jeez. bowl. And it was, a, it was one of, one of easily the greatest days of my life. Yeah, yeah. Watching like, Peter Bondra with no helmet on and like watching all the old guys with no helmets on and stuff. And my dad had fun because Ronick was there mm. and Ronick scored a goal and no one went near him to celebrate. So my dad was just laughing beside me like, yeah, see, no, even they don't still like him. They still like him because of what he used to do with the I'd have stuff. to, I'd have to go to a game like that only because I've never had the chance to see Matt Sundin play. Well, no, and you can know, and like Shiger was in net for one of the teams. I, I, I don't, I don't want to say Mar- Martin was in the net, but another, I got one of the PTSD old when I hear John Sebastian, Sebastian Jaguar. Jeez he Louise. He was gross in Anaheim, though. Oh, yeah. He was a great goalie. It's just when he showed up in Toronto. That, those were, like, after Vesa Toscala and Andrew Raycroft, those were some dark ages. James Reimer, <laughs> James Reimer, still, in my opinion, he's the one that brought, that made goaltending relevant again in Toronto. Yeah. In my opinion. And then after... Him. He was a good personality. I think it's because he didn't like him. Such a good guy. Not I've never met him, but like such a he seems like he such a good guy. Like a genuine guy. Genuinely you know? good guy. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, man, we're gonna go down that goalie. Uh oh. We're not. We're not going there. Uh-oh. We're not going there. We're gonna oh, leave Al, that. I'll stop himself right yeah, there. I'll thought about the name. He's gonna mention and go. No, nope, I'm not. No, nope, we're I'm not going there. Now I was going to mention. Now we're talking about arenas. You know, Arizona. Now going to the Arizona State University arena. It's like what five k. Five K. It's a now, joke. No, no, it's a joke. No, no we're not. Gonna, we're not going to get into joke franchises like like the like the Toronto Maple Leafs. But we're going to get into the way. This guy's a Bruins fan, by the way. So oh, go yeah. ahead and trash on him all you want to. It, it, it's okay. We'll make the playoffs. But uh, no, actually, quickly, we're going to then go do to, nothing. Yeah, I know, eh? Just like us. Yeah, it's fine. I, Just like the Leafs. Sorry, not like us. It's not my team. They're not mine. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Before you get wait, before we get any more wheeze, we're quickly going to go to the wave. The wave. By the way, the wave, like, not like a heat wave, like the wave, like, woo. I hate it. <laughs> I hate the wave, man. That's, uh, yeah. Do you know how many times I've been to like six or seven, maybe even eight Blue Jays games this year? The wave, it's as stupid as it looks on TV as it is in person, my friend. It is the most atrocious, the most annoying. I I'm lo- I'm out of I'm out of words for it. I hate the wave. I this this question came up on Twitter a few days ago. Are you f- a fan or not a fan of the wave? I'm not. I think it's bad luck. 
It doesn't matter when you do it. If your team's up to bat, let's say, at a baseball game, you're doing and you're wave. doing the wave, I'm sorry. You think someone's going to hit a dinger when yep. he, there's like 40,000-plus people, woo, all at once? Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. I'd take a break and look at that. Vladdy's Vladdy's going Vladdy's gonna to take a yard with 250-pound frame after he sees the fans in left field doing the wave. I mean, wave. if anyone could do it, it'd probably be Vladdy, if anything. Well, yeah, he'd probably pick a field and just go, okay. Oh, goodbye. Yeah. that Not like, a Jays fan, he, by the way. Yeah, Make sure I say that. Yeah, he's a Gross. Yankees fan, too. Can you imagine that? Like, Bruins and then Yankees. Like... And Celtics, too, by the way. Oh, my. We're not going to get into basketball. He's a weird guy. Sadly. He's a strange man, this I, guy. I just like the teams I like. Yeah, I'm mostly, like, a Toronto-based guy, but that's just because I love the city that's in general. That's because you're from Timmins, and there was no I just one else like the, I just like the city. <laughs> I just like, well, I had the Habs as a choice. But Gross. Who yeah, wants to like, the Habs? No. It's, <laughs> Gross. Uh, I don't want to talk about <laughs> that. But anyways, yeah, the wave is, like, no. Like, I remember one game I went to. The Jays were playing the White Sox, and this was the most the funniest thing ever everyone's starting to do the wave it's going around and i'm like oh it's coming i'm like i literally looked at everyone next to me i was like in a middle spot i think i was no i was on the flight deck and i'm looking across i'm like guys i'm just letting you know right now i'm not saying no i am not getting into it i am not doing the wave i like that's it so i got to the flight deck and funny enough i was actually sitting on the corner (laughs) (laughs) and i looked at the guy and i waved him off that entire section right next to me was just like starts booing me or whatever and i then the guy, the one guy booed me. I pointed out he's at a Jays game with the Lakers LeBron James jersey. Oh, but he's booing me, Sabaku. buddy. Wrong sport, my guy. Like holy crap! And I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? You're booing me? Like you're not e- wrong? Like why? Like what? It's only jersey you owned, Al. Leave him alone. And it's funny. It went around it, again. It, it started again. I didn't do a thing. Oh my god! And it's god, funny because. Al. People on the flight deck, I was like, it's bad luck. It's bad luck. And, like, I don't remember what the count was or anything, but they walked a guy mid-attempt of a wave. And I'm like, here we go. This is what I was saying. I had people hop on the train with me, so the whole thing just stopped every time it would hit the corner of the flight deck. And the booze were going away, too. So it was like, yeah, finally, people are understanding the logic. That, I hate the wave. That's hilarious. It you is, think it's bad juju? That's it's amazing. It's very bad juju. doesn't matter what end of the field you're on. doesn't <laughs> matter what sport. It is bad. Something bad oh is going God. to happen. It's either a home run, a walk, a goal. What? I bet you the wave was going on when Vesta Toscala let that one in from half ice in freaking Brooklyn. or No, no. Where were they? Um, Nassau Coliseum. Well, that's, I, I think it's Brooklyn, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, because that's yeah, that's the battle of yeah, yeah, the battle of yeah, yeah. Because that's in that's in New York. Yeah, it's in what's in New York, New York. Forget about it. Yeah, they're the Islanders. Yeah, but uh, anyways, I dislike the wave. Not a fan of it at all, and especially at baseball games. I don't get me wrong. I know baseball is boring, but if you're bored, just go get another beer. Like go Go get a hot dog. Go get a hot dog. Just do anything but the go, go to get the a washroom. Even if you don't have to, like, go say hey to Ace or whatever mascot. Don't do the wave. Don't do the wave. If I'm at the game, and the wave is gonna happen, I don't care if I'm the only one parked in my seat. I am not doing. Well, Al, gotta be honest with you here. Oh, no. Gotta be honest. Jeez, here we go. I don't completely disagree with you because I've never really been a part of a wave because again, no one sound. It's really my only only real experience in like a sports venue. I've been to, as I said, Scotiabank. I've been there once for that Hall of Fame game. I went to a hawk, my first ever hockey game in Tampa when it was Tampa versus Montreal. That was the only game that was going on, you know. So like, I don't really have a lot of experiences at other arenas. 
And I haven't really been a part of a wave because of, you know, I, I include baseball. I've been to quite a few baseball games. Fine, but, like, once you experience it, it's, an, like, what one time is fine, but, like, three times in a baseball game? Come on, man. The worst part Come is. Come on, man. I saw the Angels play the Jays a couple weeks ago. Might have been almost, a, it's been over a week now when the Jays uh, were, you know, had a great series in New York and Boston. Uh, going, I believe, 8-1 and one on the road. And then come back to lose and get swept by the Angels. They were losing 12 to nothing. And everyone's doing the wave. I'm like, man. And this was before 12 zip. It was like, it was already bad. Like, it was already like 6 nothing. You know, they were playing bad baseball. And they're trying to do the wave. I'm like, do anything but that. <laughs> See, I, I love your attitude, Al. I love saying it's like, it's not that I dislike the wave. I dislike the connotation with it. You physically dislike the idea of the wave because you think it gives your team bad luck. It is. I love that. I love that. The worst part is they were doing it when it's bad. And I'm like, oh, here you go. I, and they scored two runs, actually. Now that I remember, it's coming back to me now, Spence. It's coming uh -oh. back to me. They scored two runs after not the first one, the second wave. I love you. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear you say that to Ray Williams. He's one of the teachers here. Oh, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. I love Ray. If Ray, if you ever see this somehow, you know, I'll he be trying to tweet it at you. He'll see it. Tweet, we'll, tweet we'll, it at we'll Ray Williams. You know his tag? I'll find it. He, only, right. he only follows two people on earth. Sheridan College and Obama. And he said, none of us are going to be as good as Obama. So we, we can't get followed. So it's kind of upsetting. But anyway, you know. It's so, not wrong. He's native of Alvin It's not wrong. He's a wise man. Very wise. No, I love Ray. I yeah. love Ray. With, yeah. You know, I think he's an amazing teacher. But no, I want to hear you say that because he dislikes the word. I'm not going to get really far into this, but he dislikes the idea of um, momentum. Thinks momentum is oh, not geez. a real thing. He ruined that and, word for me. Eh? Yeah, literally. Yeah, he 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 used the definition of it and he dislikes the word momentum because he doesn't believe in it. You play to win the game. It's his, his idea. And I agree with him to an extent. But when you're in the arena, you feel the energy. I think there's just, there's just a different connotation there, in my opinion. So I guess we call it energy. Yeah, the energy in the building. You can kind of tell, like even when like a goal goes in, you can feel. Yeah. Like, oh, the, you the, feel they, the game you, shifts. You like, can, you can, yeah. You feel like the ice tilts. It's something's so, like, that, different. Yeah. We, we call it ice tilt for a reason, guys. Like there's a reason why we, we why we, people say those things. It's because it physically feels like in the building you can't get the puck into your zone, and that's a mental thing. I know it's a mental thing, not a physical thing, but it's still a thing. No offense, Ray. Love you. Anyway, now we're gonna go back to baseball. Because the Jays. Yeah, we're, getting, we're done. We're, getting we're, close. we're done with the wave. Now we're gonna go to the Jays. Yeah, you know, we're talking a lot about baseball. You go into lots of Jays games. Not yes. during the summer, obviously. You being in uh, Timmins back home. I, I got to watch, I home. think, six before going back, and then I've seen one already back. Two. I've seen two, two now since I've been back. Yeah. Jesus, you only been back for like two weeks now. Yeah, the Angels. God, well, my best animal. friend, my best friend was down, and that's uh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we. Uh, well, he actually, believe it or not, twenty-four years old, never had seen the Jays play live. Well, I mean, if you're from the north, though, eight hours away, why would you make the drive? Like, that's a, that is a ridiculous drive. The flights though. are cheap, bro. Well, like, the I mean, flights are actually cheap. If you don't, uh, never mind. Morgan, I'm not name dropping that either. That's a, uh, there's a lot of cans of worms we could open right now, but I know. I'm not going to. I, I'm trying to, I, like. I, I love watching you, like, stop yourself. Ah, you, go, you go right as a tomato. I'm going to try to zoom in on that. Right as a tomato. I'm the editor, too, by the way. I, I run a whole lot of, I wear yeah. a lot of hats in the room. But anyway, you know, the Jays, I'm not going to say they're down bad. But like they're getting, they're getting they're pushed not pretty up. close. They're they're getting pushed pretty good there by the Orioles right now. One oh. and a half games up currently in the AL wild card race. If I'm not mistaken, I read yesterday the Ori or the Orioles. Jeez, I hate the O's so much. By the way, <laughs> the O's are like the Boston Bruins for me. Okay, like it's anyways. I'm pretty sure the Mariners are five back now, or f oh god, five really? or four back. I think you're now. Four back. 
I think they're four. I think but they're, they're like they're already in a spot. But oh, th- four up. Yeah, like of I think they're catching up to the Yankees. Oh, probably. We're gonna pull that up. We gotta fact check that one because this is uh, this is big conversation here. This... High level journalism, if you, as you can tell. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's see. Wild card here. All right. Uh, two. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it doesn't say. Uh, it just says on here they're two. They're two up. Orioles are still a game and a half back. Uh, as we're checking this, by the way, it is uh, Saturday, September third. Recording this episode at about two thirty. Two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. So anything released after, like another big contract we didn't mention for hockey or something, because we didn't see it. Like let's be honest, we mentioned yeah. Gagne getting signed yesterday. But anyways, yeah, the uh, the the Orioles are making it tough. Pushing them, even though I saw they a have predictor. to win almost every game. No, I literally I saw a predictor and yeah. it literally said like oh six percent chance. They're a game and a half back, 6% chance making the playoffs. Jays was like 93. Which is crazy because they're playing so bad. Well, sorry, I had to belch one out there. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, no, but like they're playing, like they do really well. They actually remind me of the Leafs. Yes, I know we say we do a lot of hockey references, but it... Hockey is my thing. It's he's from I, the north, guys. I can make any hockey reference for almost anything. Anyways, but they almost remind me of the Leafs. The Leafs last year, they lost to teams they shouldn't even come close to losing to, and then they would beat the teams where it's like, man, you have no chance. Like, look at that Colorado slapping they gave them. Was it eight two? Something, like, something that, yeah. like that. Like, yeah, no business in that game. They, there you go. They play Buffalo though. Like you know. <laughs> I need the added side effect. That was a good one. Yeah. But like, so the Jays, same thing. Like that was the, real, by the they, way. Yeah, sure. It was real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the mic moved, you know, it's, it's just real yeah, quick. The whole table shifted there just for like a second. That, yeah. But no, like they had, they, they did well against the Yankees. They handed it to Boston a few weeks ago. Then they well, the get Boston LA coming now. into town. LA doesn't really have any business, you know, Mike Trout and Shohei. Yes. But after that, who you got? Right. Yeah. Rendon's been hurt a lot since he signed. Yeah. Like so, that. yeah. So it's like another one. Yeah, another no. I anyways, I don't want to talk about it. It's <laughs> lack of hydration at this point. But uh, yeah, so th- it's just frustrating because there's teams like that. You know, even Kansas City this year gave them a hard time, and it's like, man, they're not even. Kansas City is a bottom feeder right now. They're nice. they're yeah. not good. Well, they traded away their best two players, Ben Bet- Attendee to the Yankees, and then and then Whit Merrifield. Yeah, Whit Merrifield. is in Toronto now, and he barely plays. He hits nine hole for them for Pete's sake. Yeah, and he pitches too. Oh yeah, <laughs> she made. She had made his pitching debut. Oh my god! I believe was that 32? that was against the Angels. Yeah, that, when they were losing 12, uh, 12 to nothing. Yeah. Um, our Pujols two point Yeah, or actually no, it was like ten. Anyways, he came into pitch and it was god awful, obviously because it's not a pitcher. But yeah, he was throwing fifty one for those wondering. Anyways, Ephes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny to see. But yeah, it, and you look at but in. You wonder why the Jays are playing bad. Their pitching hasn't been great. They lost Hunjin Ryu to Tommy John surgery. He's well. He also had a bad year though, didn't he? Yeah, bad he, start. The, but, yeah. He also had a bad last year, but like, he's not been paying. And out. then you have a guy like Jose Barrios, who you signed to a seven-year deal. That looks absolutely atrocious. Atrocious right now. It's like great seven years of this. Like, which don't get me wrong, Barrios has had his great games, but like, if you've had him in fantasy this year, you're going no, he hasn't. And you're, I tell you, you're right. <laughs> the only the only two good pitchers have been Alec Manoa and Kevin Gosman, who also had his phase though at one point where yeah. he was struggling, but I think he's struggling found relative to his skill. 
Yeah, he's found his game. I think he's. I was never concerned. I was like, yeah, okay, everyone has their bad games. Even Manoa, like, bad week, he, this yeah. guy usually throws seven plus. Yeah, almost complete games. Look at his other outing the other just the other night in Pittsburgh when they they shut them out four to nothing. That was a good win, by Pittsburgh the way. Pittsburgh sucks. Pittsburgh is trash. Yeah, absolute garbage. No offense to uh, poor Reynolds. They're it's not, it's not that great, but anyways, yeah. So you look at the deadline moves. Mitch White, he's been pretty good. I think he had a good stats for LA. He was good for his first two, I think. And then I saw him pitch against the angels. It was, that was a long game, very long game. And then Anthony Bass, right? Whoever that is. Yeah. Yeah. It is Anthony Bass. Reliever. Reliever. Yeah. He's been, I don't know why they got rid of him the first time around. Like he, I thought he was great. And then pop. That's his, uh, oh, that's his last name. It's gonna come to me. Give 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 him it. It's gonna come to me. Pop 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 pop. No. Wait, wait, what are you, do you not know? Do you not know it? No, of course not. I'm not uh, a gotta... I don't care about the Jays. They suck. Wow, they're dude, horrible. you do know you're in Toronto, right? I like don't you care. can't say they're, stuff like that around garbage. here. They're garbage. Hold on, garbage. I'll find it. I'll find it. Holy jeez, I have a lot of it. Oh my. Even... Those of you watching, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, you moron! I can't believe it took you that long to figure it out." Zach. Zach Pop. Zach Pop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, such a hard name to remember, Al. Zach. But yeah, you look at their deadline acquisitions, and how do you expect to win a playoff series, let alone a wild card? By the way, if the Jays play the O's in the wild card game, if the O's somehow catch catch them, which I think they can, I think it's doable. The Jays are gonna Jays at some point again this season. <laughs> They're gonna jays. They're not, like they're gonna leave. They're, yeah. <laughs> they, they're they're not going to win. I'm sorry, but if I'm the Blue Jays, I do not want the Baltimore Orioles in the picture. Tampa Bay is not any better. Well, I mean, they're act. They're no, no. I mean, like they're not a better opponent oh, to okay. have. Yeah. Sorry, I'll clarify that. And Seattle, they haven't made the playoffs in. Well, they were okay last year. I remember. Might have been the year before that, to be honest. But they they go hot. That barn is going to be wild. Well, you're ironically talking about two of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Both eight and two in their last ten. Uh, Seattle's one of their last five. Tampa's. That's one what last I mean. Four. Like every team is scary, and I don't think the Jays. I think if other fan bases, when they look at the Jays, they're not as worried as a guy like me, where it's like, you know. Oh, it's the, they're not going, oh, it's the Blue Jays. No, uh, great. Like, we got to play the Blue Jays. No, they're going, yeah, bring them on. <laughs> well, because you're not scared of their pitching, I think. I think that's it. Because you know how good they're going Well, you know, they're going, you know they're going with Manoa. Well, yeah, no, duh. And uh, if not, then Gosman, right? Yeah. You know, and I'm okay with either choice, by the way. I would just go with Manoa because I think he throws no, but, harder. But, but think about it, Al. If you, if you can even get through Manoa and I'll say Gosman, who's three? Like, who pitches game three of any series? Ross Stripling. Yeah, literally, literally Ross Stripling was going to give you, what, five? Five innings? No, man. Ross Stripling has been throwing. He, he threw, I think there's only one game this entire season where he threw under six. Other really? than that, he's made it to six plus. Chicken he, Strip has been on. And that's why when you say Kikuchi was being you say Kikuchi. Yeah, still playing his game. Yeah. Which is, by the way, atrocious. I was, yeah. I, I was calling, I, and I'm, I can't, I can't be the only one. Ross Stripling, man, the numbers are there. 
Well, yeah, because he's, he's a long reliever. He's a good pitcher. Well, he is. No, because he's that he's that real like starting pitcher reliever. Like he he's aggressive. Do That's the thing. He's aggressive too when he pitches. He's not one of those guys where he'll throw in and out or whatever. No, no, he'll come right at you. Yeah. And I love. I love his high fastball. It's unbelievable. I love when he stri- that's well, honestly that's my favorite strikeout pitch. When you throw a high fastball confidently like he does, man, it's it's amazing. So yeah, Ross Stripling would be your third. And I'm not and I'm saying that with full confidence. I'm not saying that with any concern whatsoever. Like Ross Stripling, Did you say Brios is four then? Yeah. Dude, I think Lord. so. You know, it's sad that is your st- wasn't wasn't he game one? Wasn't he opening day starter in the end? I think so, yeah. Opening day starters are fourth. In your playoff series. That's gross. Like, that's sad. But that's also depth, right? I mean, who knows? Barrios, like, hasn't looked bad in the in his recent outings. Bad for the majority of the season, but now it looks like... He's finally he's plateaued finally, a little bit. Finally he's finally making... Form. He's finally playing for the amount of money and the the year... The amount of... The years... Jeez, oh, I can't talk now. The amount of years that the Blue Jays signed him to. Well, yeah, no, quick little look at the playoff picture. Houston right now, the top team in the AL with 85 wins. You got the Yankees top in the e, uh, the AL East there with 79 wins. You also got Cleveland in the Central. 68 wins, baby. They're the worst team right now in a playoff spot, and they're going to win their division. Yeah, no, it's... it's <laughs> at least in the AL, for sure in yeah, the AL. No, and, and that's the thing, and I mean... And the White Sox, I think, are like two games behind them. The White Sox have turned and it Minnesota's on. Minnesota's right there, too. There's yeah, like everyone, everyone's there. Like that's what I mean. Like this American League in general has been the most competitive and the tightest in for what I in my recent memories from what I can but that's remember. That's because the AL AL East is so good. Like, don't, they, and don't forget Tampa, right? Yeah, well, Tampa no, out, I, no, I just Tampa's top wild card team. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was talking about the Central team. Right. Right. right okay. Because they're not. The sad part is the Chicago White Sox and Minnesota. Minnesota's yeah. four games back. Chicago's six games back from the wild card. They're That's two crazy. games back. Minnesota's I think one game back at Cleveland. The White Sox are two. Like you know how sad that is. You're closer to your like your division leader than you are the wild card. Like I took it. The yeah. wild card is because you got two AL East teams. It's the, unreal. In the Rays and the Jays, and maybe the Orioles because you got Seattle in the second spot behind Tampa, both tied at plus two games on Toronto. It uh, like it's gross. It's crazy. Like it's like literally, if the O's go on another big winning streak, they're right now seven and three in their last mm. uh, their last ten. If they go on a big winning streak, and one of those top two, the Rays and Seattle, I said, are both been really hot recently. They go on losing streaks, they could fall out, and it could be four ALS teams making the playoffs. AL, AL East. AL East, yeah. Like no, it's 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 gross. Like it's the best division in baseball, and the Red Sox are. They're far away. I think they're what seven and a half. Yeah, they're a little bit further out. Oh, thir- oh I won't, seven and a half. I won't, yeah, at one point I was gonna say at one point they were six back. The last time I had checked. Well, but, no, they uh, also had a, a big losing streak because they had a big winning streak. Put them yeah. real like in the playoff picture, and then they had which a is crazy that they're even. Then, it's crazy that they're even in it if you think about it because at the beginning of the season, wow. They were, yeah, they started off. Like, the Red Sox yeah, were not a fun yeah, team to watch yeah, if they, you're they a Red were, Sox they fan. They were bad to start it off with. Had a great kind of like the Jays had a bad start. Great like kind of summer area. Yeah, they had a good summer, and then they kind of petered off now too and they had a massive losing streak coming out of it yeah they lost i, I want to say they lost like 11 of 13 15 maybe it's, like they had a massive yeah it's just streak. not it's not great yeah you but know? um and then no offense to the nl it's kind of set like the dodgers in the west 90 wins best team in baseball you got the mets 885 wins they've been arguably one of the hottest teams in baseball recently i love edwin they, diaz eh do you know, Nar- Nar- i love narco i love narco people- yeah timmy trumpets if you haven't seen it yet that video's gotten 10 million views so i doubt you haven't seen it yet but edwin diaz's walk-up song for when he's warming up to pitch and coming out of the pen i'll, I'll probably throw a little audio clip in here for you because i love the song personally oh, man. it's an amazing song i listened to it i found it's it so badass oh it's an amazing song no i love it because i do like i love all types 
to music and dubstep's a, one my buddy likes so yeah. i do try to find it's like some edm-ish music. yeah yeah like i i love narco it's so good mm. it yeah. is a fantastic song i was surprised when i heard, heard him coming out to it. i'm like that song i love that song i immediately knew it i heard that like the first beat i'm like that's narco narco's a great song yeah but uh, no so i really like you know like you're saying the dodgers i think they're set yeah, Matt's no really good. Them. Matt's really good ball Cardinals, club. seventy-seven Cards. wins. They got Goldschmidt. You said was your MVP Goldschmidt. vote for the NL. Goldschmidt, I think, is my MVP vote. Yeah. Well, Machado got hurt. Feel bad for him because he was also there and he had a slump after the injury. Yeah, you know, it's the- hard to it's hard to you know pick someone else other than Goldschmidt. I like Goldschmidt for yeah. it. And my for American League MVP. Judge. Judge. Gotta be Judge. And it's funny because when I picked him up in fantasy, I was getting ripped a lot because they're like, oh, that's a favorite pick or whatever. Well, because he gets hit for hurt a lot. 51 bombs. And counting. And counting. Well, you know what? I think, what was John Carlo's record? Because he holds the record, does he not? For most of the, no? Okay, now what are we talking? Are you talking most like by dingers, ding, papers? Dingers in a season. Uh, Currently held by Barry Bonds. Oh, okay. It's like, or yeah, John Carlo was like an era thing, eh? Where he has like, he probably has the most in the last two decades. But yeah. the problem is, I hate bringing up stats he, and not like yeah. having, well, like... no, because you have the steroid era where I'm pretty sure it's Bonds <laughs> with like 73, 77, something ridiculous like that. And before him, it was McGuire. And then behind him was Sosa when they had the, the home run race, as everyone would know, in the, ni- in the early 90s. And then before that, my personal opinion, again, Yankees fan here, gotta be honest, is Roger Maris, 61. The most by a non boarded Barry... paper. Barry player. Bonds has 73. Yeah, I thought it was 73. In a season. Number 73. Yeah. He's the record holder. And no one's ever going to touch that because no one's used, well, unless you use a lot of pads and no get caught. Well, if Judge, what the heck am I saying? Judge? Is that Judah? I, I, if Judge keeps going, I mean, there's like, a month oh, left. there's 33 games left. Oh, sorry. 32 now because the Jays played yesterday. So I'm b- basing it off of their number of games. I actually checked it yesterday. So there's about 30 games left. He's got 51. He needs 19. That's a ridiculous amount. Or like 19, tw- like he needs like 20, 20s plus, something like that. But that's way too many though. Come on, that's almost like a home run a game. He has to get really hot. Like, You'd have to. Like right off You'd the have to. I don't think he does it, but I do think he'll, he's, well, I mean, I, I think, think right now, technically he's flirting with it. No, because see, when I was asked when he hit like 40, he was on that big home run streak where he hit like, I swear to God, he hit like 10 in like, you know, like 20 or 20, 15, 15, 25 games or whatever. Yeah, Judge is on pace for 66 right now. Yeah, see, I was, I was asked. MLB.com. I was asked by, a, uh, a, I'll say, a co-volunteer with uh, when I was doing one of the broadcasts for Rogers. I was asked, you know, Spencer, what do you think he ends with? And I kind of looked at him and I said, I don't think he beats Maris's record. I don't think he beats the, I'll say non-petted because he's never been caught using PEDs or, you know, anything like that. I don't think he beats Maris' record. I think it's 59. I still think 59 is a good number. So it's funny that you mentioned 59 because I was curious about Stanton's number. And uh, 2017, 59, 59, the most in a 16-year timeline. Yeah. So in 16 years, that was the most home runs to hit. So 59, Judges got 51. And it's crazy because these two play on the same team now. Yes, yes, they, yes they do. They, they both play the corner outfield. <sighs> but... But no, I think he gets fifty nine. I don't think he. Be- I don't think he beats Maris's record. I think it's really close. He hits sixty. You think he gets to sixty? I don't think. He- I don't think he beats sixty one. I don't. I don't think he beats Maris's record for most by a non a player not caught in using thirty PEDs. games. Like I think. I think eight's a good. He's number. motivated. If you think about it, right? This is he took. A- I, he wants to win. I don't he's- think he cares about the record. I think he wants to win. But at the same, the Yankees have been I, garbage. I, I don't think he does. I do agree with you. I don't think he cares about the record. I do think he's thinking about it though, because I mean. 
<laughs> you got to know. It's like Matthews before he hit 60. Like, you know he was thinking about it once he reached 50. Yeah. 50 and 50, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. But it's going to be interesting. Okay, American League or National League, who's winning the World Series this year? And well, quickly before I mention that, though, I want to mention the the NL wildcard team. Yeah. Currently, the Braves, 82 wins. They're, I like the Braves. Uh, I think they're three games back of the Mets right now for the uh, for the NL East. I they like the are Braves. eight Austin and a half Wiley. games up on the wild card, the last wild card Jeez. spot. The San Diego Padres are second, 74 wins. Padres are going to choke. And the Phillies have 73. They're right now currently holding the last spot. The only team close is the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, who traded their best player, Josh, well, their best reliever for sure, Josh Hader, even though he's blown up in San Diego. Uh, they are at 69 wins. They're three and a half games back of the Phillies. They probably don't catch them, in fairness, as much as I do love. I think the, the Padres Braves. will choke. Think, Again, you, you don't think the Padres are well without Tatis too with the injury and other. I mean, they've been and, fine without him anyways, right? Well, yeah, so. but he's still their best player in my opinion. Yeah, so what? Well, Tatis got eighty no games, right? Tatis yeah, got 80 85. games, eighty-five. Yeah, there 85 you go. To be exact, not not. He'll miss like the first thirty-something games. Yeah, thirty-two maybe. Ironically, he's twenty-three, right? Twenty-two. Yeah, yeah I think he's first year of the big contract. Age, yeah. First year of the big like thirteen-year contract, yeah. and he gets hurt. Then yeah, his wrist. Come, yeah, his wrist. Yeah, about to come back. Heads, 85 games. Now he's done. Done. Yeah. Like that's so sad. It's unfortunate. Yeah, like it. Unfortunate for the team. Obviously, he did it to himself. The injury, I, I do, you know, empathize. Yeah. But the peds, you gotta know. You have to know. You. It's, it's hard. You. It's hard to get away with, with that. Like nowadays, like you can't say you don't know. There's people that you can hire and like well, look into it and all that. Like the team. You're yeah. like the first thing you do when you get held something. You, you even if you have confidence in it. Call the team. Call the team doctors. Call their lab staff and say, can you check this out? I want to make sure I'm not breaking no rules. Be like, that's the first thing you should do, every professional athlete. Mm -hmm. Because you can't tell me the team doesn't have those type of resources to figure out if something's in that. Right. You know? But if if you're worried about it. Like, if in the back of your mind you're thinking, is this illegal? Could this, you know? Even if you, and I'd say even if you don't, you should Mm -hmm. get everything you tested. There you go. See, but it's catching up to you you too now. (laughs) <laughs> Unlike, like, you know, like, um, I'll go with a UFC fighter example here. Yeah. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, one of the greatest ever from the I thought the, you were uh, going to say John Bone Jones. No, not. No, no. Uh, Mighty Mouse's quote when he was asked about it, he said, I put two things in my body, food and water. That's it. I don't use any supplements. I don't use anything like that because if I put food and water in my, in my belly. You're good. I'm never going to test positive for anything. Exactly. Also, I obviously go to a foreign country and then it's. That's different. Yeah. But like, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, mm. you got to know what's in your stuff. You have yeah. to know. That that's onus on you as the athlete, have to. Yeah. And then all, on the team if they give it to you. But if you got it from a doctor, you know, then it's all onus on you. And obviously your doctor. Absolutely. Your physician. So brings me back. We're gonna. We're this gonna is this. We're. I think we're gonna tie it all up. World Series. What? World, World Series, series right here. Way too early. Uh, whatever. Just go ahead. Right. It's just it's keep in mind it's September. Things can change. Yeah, we're we'll we're trying to roll these out once a week. We'll, we'll probably yeah, we'll probably do one for like when it gets October first, and we're really close yeah. to the playoffs. We'll yeah, probably so make it's going to start prediction. changing. We're I, also we're also going to do some uh, playoff like we're going to do some picks for NHL. We get closer to training camp. Football. Oh yeah, we'll so get we'll into one next week. So we talk to them about the NFL next week. Yeah, you know, college football starts well really starts today. We'll talk about that next week too. You know, we might probably get a chance. Football will be a really eccentric video next mm-hmm. week. But as you said, tie it up. World I'll Series. Say, World Series. He said me first. Looking at the standings, looking at who's hot right now with 30 games to go, who I think takes a winning streak, who do I think gets hot. Thinking about it, hard not to pick the Dodgers. Really mm-hmm. hard not to pick the Dodgers. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's really hard. I don't want to pick Houston because, you know. See, that's my pick. 
That's my pick. You're picking the, you're picking I'm the gonna trash shows? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, please. No, 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 no. no. I'm not Where are saying, the buzzers? Where no, are the buzzers? Don't take my shirt off. Don't say, take my shirt off. I'm not saying they're going to win at all. I'm just saying I got Dodgers and Astros again. What? You really want to hear Dodgers fans cry and moan for seven games? They're going to get it done. You think they beat them? I think the Dodgers. No, 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 no. I'm. Screw Houston. There you go. I'm tired of having to say it. I hate the Astros. The Trastros. I like that what you said. I. They. Yeah. Again, we're trying to wrap it up here, man. <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah. Dodgers and Astros. Astros seem like a really tough team to beat right now. They're a gritty team, cheating or not. You know, they do know how to compete. They do somewhat know what it takes to win it all. Dodgers do too. So, and yeah, the Dodgers just, they're, you know, shout out to Chris Johnson. They're a juggernaut. <laughs> I think so, they're... So you think, think the Dodgers do it? I, I think it's a rematch, and I think the Dodgers finally exercise the their demons. Finally, yes. Finally, finally they the get beast. a fair shake at it, and they absolutely make them look like crap. Because let's be honest here, karma's a, you know what? You know what, Al? I can have some fun. Oh. It's September. Yeah. It's September 3rd, to be exact. Watch, he's I'm got the Yankees say, going now. No, he's going to go gaga no, over Garrett no, Cole now. No, unless the Yankees make a master streak in September, I don't think they make it. I think they probably maybe make the NL, the ALDS at least. Well, I think they're guaranteed it with the new playoff format. But anyway, I think they have, probably make the, maybe make the CS. I think the Seattle Mariners Ooh. go on a run. Okay. And I think they play from the NL. I think they play. Don't say it. I, oh, I don't know. I'm stuck between the Cardinals and the Mets. I knew it. I'm stuck between the Cardinals and the Mets. I knew it. I was like, he's gonna say the cards. He's gonna, yeah. You know what? I take the cards. I think Goldschmidt. Really? Wins. I, I, I think Goldschmidt takes the NL MVP of the playoffs. At cards versus Seattle for the World Series. Really? And I think. Wow. Seattle gets it, or not Seattle? Pardon me. I think St. Louis gets it. Wow. Okay. I think Seattle wins it. Two words. Jacob Degrom. See, I I have Jacob Degrom on my fantasy no, sorry, team. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Another two words. Edwin. Diaz. Max Scherzer. I I got two words for you, Mike Michaelis. <laughs> Ball Goldschmidt. But no, I think I think those two teams get hot at the right time. I think they have really old, like veteran teams, and I think their top players, like Mitch Haniger, you know, like like Paul Goldschmidt, absolutely carry their teams. And I I just my opinion, I think those two teams match it up. I like I it though. See, I like, I like it though. It. I do I like take, it. I, I don't like taking favorites. You'll find that out. If I ever talk about placing a bet, I never bet favorites. I only bet dogs. Like I, I don't like picking favorites. I want to pick the dogs. I do like it. Like, I, I like it. It's a good. I think it's a. It's like, good. It's Al, hot, but it's good. Like, like you, you took the top two wins from both the AL and the NL. Because oh, here's both the wins. thing: if there's one thing I know about baseball, how often do you see like an upset or like how often do the numbers lie to you? You know what I mean? The same baseball's not hockey here, where it's like literally every time. Any, it's not li literally like anything can happen, right? It, it I, is. From, it is. If you get hot at the right time, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. No, that, like, and that's what I mean. That's like, why I like your picks. But I just, I really like the Dodgers, especially, like, with Freddie Freeman. They're gross. Like, right? no, let's be honest, the Dodgers They're are gross. I think the Dodgers are fine. Mookie Betts. The the thing with the Mets, though, well, like. No, but Dodgers, <sighs> they, lo they lose B Bueller to Tommy John for a second time. It's the second career. time. I know. I read like, that yesterday. Like, like, I was, yeah. The Dodgers are good. Like, they could hit another By the way, injury. Tampa Bay Rays. Dark Horse. I almost picked them, too. I, have, I literally looked at them, and have, Seattle was like, you know what? I'm taking Seattle. I have Tyler Glasnow in fantasy. Glasnow's fantastic. He's making a rehab start in he's, AAA. He's fantastic. 
He's going to start, and from what I'm reading, it sounds like he will play a couple of games in the regular season. How good he will be, I don't know. Probably really good. He's really I th- good. I think he'll be really good. From what I've been reading, I've been reading his progress now. I've had him in fantasy for the last month or so or whatever. I'll, you know, hack. Anyways, um, but yeah. I th- so think about it. If he comes in As and the Rays are in the playoffs, they're going to I think they're going to him. Or like Drew Rasmussen's been good. Jordan Springs, fine as well. Yeah. He gave the Yankees, you know, made Problems. their life a living hell the other night. So, Yeah. I'm. I like your picks. So I. I. I know I'm basic, and it's your guys are probably going. Ah, he's not creative. Whatever. It's fine. I'm. I'll, so well. Again, it could change. Just, just to finally wrap it up, Alex. You said well, now we're finally wrapping it up. We've no, been wrapping yeah. it up for the last like 15 minutes, no, bro. I'm, I'm gonna say so. Your your NAA, your World Series picks are the finalists, and your winner are Dodgers and Astros. Trash and You think the Dodgers today? Take it. I think, and I think the Dodgers take it. I think the Dodgers are going. Yeah, they're running it back. And I think it's going to be Seattle versus the Cards, and I think the Cards take it. I think they win another World Series, and they get Yadier Molina one more before he retires. Ooh. And Adam Wainwright, because Adam Wainwright's also been close so that's this, year. this fantasy week. team on my team. That's this week, September third, Saturday, like three o'clock, three o two. If you really want to be specific, exact, specific, yeah, whatever. Um, we're gonna get our social medias up and going. Um, haven't really done that yet because, well, you're lazy. It's okay. Not lazy. We're just chill out, man. This has been the outrage. Big Al, AQ, Anne Camion, whatever you want. Fake Spencer sexy. Byers. A bit, no, not big. Come on, we gotta keep the PG test. Kids are gonna maybe listen to this. I don't know. Fake sexy stuff. Inappropriate. I know it's fine. Whatever. Spencer Byers. Spence. Call him whatever you want. I don't know. If you yeah, can come up with a nickname for him, that'd be I, great. We're I, trying I, to... as, as I told David, as long as you get my attention, I don't really care what you call me. But, you know, there anyway. You go. But, yeah. uh, no, that's going to be it here for us. You can watch us on YouTube uh, live. You can see us, you know, see our pretty faces or, you know, as we say. I have a four, face for radio, yeah, man. Four, four, four in Toronto, six in Timmins, as you tell me. You know? No. Um, okay, you got that wrong. It's a... F- I'm... <laughs> You're welcome, Al. Thanks, like buddy. To laugh. Anyway, so that's going to do it. So you can watch us here on YouTube, or you can see us on, I believe, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you want to find us. Much appreciated. We'll be back here every single Saturday. Obviously, we'll communicate to you if that's not possible. One of us has a date or something, not an actual date. You know, he doesn't pull. It's okay. You know, like a, like a sports date or something like man, that. Man, you had all podcasts rip on me, and you're starting to do it now. Really? Of course like, I, man, well, I, I, I we have, do it. We have lives, so we might not always be able to do it every Saturday. We're going to aim for that. Obviously, we got school going on, everything, so we're going to try our best to make it work. But this was episode one of The Outrage, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Well, hopefully we'll see you next Saturday here, same place, same time, on The Outrage.